This would be an unusual Cheryl Reeves show. Cheryl's coming off a little vacation. I am just starting a nice long weekend in New York. Uh, we're, we're, we'll talk about our, our respites here in a second. I want to catch up with Cheryl on the WNBA Finals. It was a pretty spectacular WNBA season. This is the Cheryl Reeves show, part of the TalkNorth.com podcast network. Thanks to our producer, Brandon Morton. You can follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod. You can find all of our shows at TalkNorth.com. Also want to let you know, if you don't already know, Lindsay Whalen is going to sub in for Cheryl on our live show, October 26th, 7 p.m. at the downtown Pizza Luce. I think uh, I think uh, Lindsay's going to bring a guest or two. We're going to have a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, let's, let's start there, Cheryl. This is going to be a really interesting college basketball season. Final Four in Minneapolis, talking about having future final, final Fours where the men and women are in the same city at the same time. Do you like that idea? Uh, I do. Um, and, and the reason why I like it is my experience with the Olympics and, and having men and women in the same place, you know, the same sport. So men's and women's basketball, um, you know, I see the benefit uh, for fans, certainly, because uh, there are many schools that, that will be in the final four that oftentimes could be men and women both are, are there. Um, but I also like the crossover of fans. I think creating that you know, that interest to, you know, college athletics, you know, with a, with a big booster group or, you know, it's a college town and fans, they want to enjoy both teams. They want to support both teams. And when it's in different cities, you find even administrators, you know, uh, having to make choices. And, you know, uh, unfortunately what choice they end up making is, is being, uh, you know, with the men's team. And so uh, I like the idea a lot. Uh, I like the exposure uh, for both teams. I like it for media. You know, media is going to be there. And so, you know, that a lot of times that's the excuse uh, is not having, you know, the ability to, to attend. And now there's no excuses with that. And, um, you know, and then the other big thing is treating the men and women the same. And, and you know, in college athletics, that's that's um, that's a hot topic. And uh, this is one way to do that. I, again, I saw the benefit from the Olympics, uh, you know, how the uh, USAB men's team, uh, national team, how they conduct their business. Uh, we had a chance to, gosh, I was there in 2016. I was there in 2020. Have a chance to be around it. Uh, when the men are there, uh, the, the treatment for the women is considerably better. And so, of course, uh, I, I like the idea of, of raising the bar for women. Yeah, they ain't going to have uh, a crappy little weight room for women if they're at the same venue and the same site as the men. They, they, they will be forced to treat them equally. At least I, at least I hope so. Well, you know, what they'll do, uh, and, and this would be a, a caution, um, what they'll do is they'll, they'll provide a facility that's in closer proximity to the, the men. Uh, and the women, it'll, they'll be told they have access to it. Um, and, and so I would, if I were on a committee, I would make sure uh, that you know, if you're going to do this, it's almost like our facility at Mayo Clinic Square, our practice facility, uh, or you know, the University of Minnesota men's and women's basketball teams, they each have their own floor in that practice facility, and it's it's exactly the same. The layout is exactly the same. The resources facility, the access to. Um, I think if you do something like this where, let's just say, for example, it was here in Minneapolis, the Final Four for both teams, or for both, um, uh, both men and women, you know, you'd have to be sure that it's not, you know, set up where, this is really the men's and, and we'll say that the women have access, but you really, it's not the same when it's not yours. When it's a little more borrowed, it does feel different. And I want to make sure, um, I would want to make sure if I was on a committee uh, that that does not happen. Yeah, I, I hope uh, I hope people in charge will make sure that happens. We'll keep an eye on that. I want to thank our sponsors, Pizza Luce downtown and Pizza Luce in general. They are hiring. 
and giving bonuses to people they hire. You know that they have great food and they're a great place to hang out. I would appreciate them hosting our baseball show out in Eden Prairie as well. We also want to thank Rudy Luther Toyota, All Energy Solar, allenergysolar.com, uh, my realtor, Cara Quinn, and successful marketing group. Uh, so give me your thoughts on the WNBA finals. I, 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 you know, I thought it was great stuff. I love the fact that it was kind of Parker and Tarasi and a bunch of all-time greats going at each other. What, what were your thoughts? Well, uh, I understood the, you know, the draw, you know, like what you just said. I mean, you know, TV loved it, right. To have some of mm -hmm. these big names, historically big names and some of the, you know, the, the top 25 at 25, one of them greatest of all time, voted greatest of all time in Diana Taurasi. You know, of course, uh, that, that makes for, um, you know, great interest, great eyes on it. Um, you know, Phoenix, Phoenix got to, um, you know, kind of playing well at the right time. As you, as you see with the playoffs, um, I, I thought it happened with Phoenix who survived a, a tough game with New York in their, in their first, uh, the single elimination game. Uh, they started playing better and better. And, and really it's always about matchups. And I thought that uh, when I saw that Phoenix got through, uh, you know, to play Vegas, uh, I had an uh-oh moment for Vegas uh, because their their style defensively lends towards Tarasi being able to get shots off in her in her sweet zones. Um, and then, you know, they paid a lot of attention uh, to Griner and, and, and Tarasi had a tremendous, tremendous series. And I thought the biggest difference for Phoenix as they moved to the Chicago series in the finals, uh, Chicago's defense was physically more aggressive on someone like Tarasi uh, and even on Griner. And I thought that they, you know, the hedging of their ball screens, they, they were really, Chicago was really, really good defensively. The, the single biggest difference between their past teams that were very good offensively. Uh, I know there was a lot of talk about just adding Parker and poof, you're a WNBA champion. And while that might be true as, as good as Candace is, I believe the biggest difference was their defense. Um, they, they all season long, they were considerably better. Um, now they didn't defend the paint great. Um, when we played them, uh, we, you know, we scored a hundred and some points on them. It was all points in the paint. They improved. Uh, and that's the thing I give James credit for is whenever he caught, sort of sensed, you know, something they weren't great at, um, the, you know, the next time you saw them, you know, they were better. Uh, and so they put it all together. I mean, offensively, they're a handful. Uh, everyone they put on the floor, you know, uh, Kalia Copper turned it up a notch and, and became a star uh, in these playoffs and MVP of the finals. That was really fun to watch. Um, yeah, just just a great series. A lot of great storylines, uh, some intrigue, you know, and I've always said this, that, you know, when you play somebody in a series, uh, Chicago and Phoenix now, you know, for the coming years, we'll, we'll be going at it. <laughs> Anytime you have mm -hmm. uh, the ups and downs of that series and there's some drama, you know, et cetera, that came from it. Uh, now that's a really compelling, and I hope that ESPN recognizes that and those games in the coming season uh, will be on TV, just like it was for uh, Minnesota and LA in those couple seasons that even now the regular season games uh, have, have great appeal to fans. Yeah, we got the full Tarasi experience too. She was great and sometimes she wasn't great and sometimes she was a great person to, you know, for media and interviews. And sometimes she's breaking doors and not wanting to talk. We got all the Diana stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's, um, you know, that's, that's the, I guess maybe, you know, people don't realize when you have someone that's so passionate and competitive, uh, it works both ways. And, and, um, you know, I think certainly through the years as we've competed against Tarasi and Phoenix, 
um, you know, there are, we, we learned well uh, those spaces where we could put her um, in that competitive place where she's frustrated, uh, but not pissed off and getting ready to hit, you know, hit the next 10 <laughs> shots on you. <laughs> um, you know, you, you learn those things as, as, as time wears on. And uh, I thought, you know, if you look at our games this year, I, I thought uh, um, even in the, the first game where Tarasa hit the final shot, uh, all, all the, you know, the, the game, the, the 39 minutes and, you know, what, 53 seconds prior to that, we were really good. Uh, she just happened to get an outlet uh, and got something in transition on us and, and made a hard shot uh, to win the game. But, but really all three games, you know, we, we defended her well. So I think we understand, you know, what has to happen. And, and then I think for some people, um, like a Jackie Young, um, you know, who's actually really quiet. Uh, so in that Vegas series, uh, Tarasi kind of created maybe something that she needed uh, to, you know, kind of propel herself. Um, you know, uh, I, we've seen it before. Jasmine Thomas in the in the Connecticut Sun single elimination game, where Jazz is being competitive and turned around and you know kind of clapped in, in Tarasi's direction and you know just things like that you just don't do. <laughs> um, you know, and, and so, you know, you won't see our players doing that. We, we've gained a lot of knowledge <laughs> along the way. Um, but, you know, the I have an appreciation. I'm not going to lie. I have an appreciation for the competitive fire uh, that does lead to, you know, breaking of things. Uh, I don't have a problem with those things. Uh, the level of investment, you know, that, that comes from Diana Trossi is is unmatched. And um, I don't see that as a negative I know that others probably do, but I'm, you know, I break things too. So maybe that's why I have an appreciation for it. <laughs> I love the fact that she cared so much. She broke a door. And I love that Chicago, the Chicago sky trolled her for it and brought the door. I, I loved all of it. Yeah. I, I know everybody likes that. You know, that that's the generation or that's the society we live in today. You know, that kind of, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what the right word is. You know, I guess trolling is probably the right word, you know, yes. and, but then also the shirt, you know, the shirt that, uh, the t-shirt that, that sold out of Kalia Copper and Sophie, Sophie Cunningham's, uh, interaction that I thought was entirely the official's fault. Uh, right. you know, be, uh, so that, you know, that kind of led to, you know, some, some great drama as well, uh, that led to, you know, Tarasi kind of, you know, pushing an official to get a, get the official off of Sophie. And she claims she didn't know it was an official, which was really uh, comical, but uh, <laughs> she's got a great sense of humor uh, yeah, that led to her being fined. And, and so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a great, you know, I, I, I had a hard time early in the playoffs, um, you know, tuning in. I, I'm such a great fan of the game, but I just, I had a hard time this year uh, just the way we ended kind of getting back into it. Uh, and then I kind of forced myself uh, with the finals um, you know, I was asked to do a little bit of analysis, so I thought I better watch. <laughs> uh, and then I kind of got into it. I was into, you know, each game and I wanted it to go to five games. I didn't care who won, uh, but wanted it to go to go to five games. And, you know, I thought James, you know, I thought James did a hell of a job and, and, you know, was thrilled for him, you know, to experience it. He messaged, he said, yeah, I thought about you for a second at the end. I thought, oh, this is how she feels <laughs> when, when you, when you, you're the, you're the lone team standing. Because uh, there's only one team happy at the end of the season, and he got to feel that. And and uh, I thought Chicago. The other big thing is I thought that Chicago turned out great for the finals. Um, you know, that's a team that you know has struggled through the years with their attendance and kind of finding their footing. Um, I hope this, you know, that they can grab a hold of this and this catapults them into a place financially that they can do uh, consistently better from a revenue standpoint. 
Um, I thought their celebration, if you look at through the years, you know, these are all good signs for our league. If you look at through the years when a team would win a championship, you know, we've been a team that's been able to have a parade. And we know that our fans are going to turn out for us. And, and we're strategic in, in that parade in, in terms of timing, route, you know, et cetera, how long it is. And, you know, we culminate back at the Target Center, uh, you know, a place like Chicago. You know, I thought they did a hell of a job pulling that off, uh, getting a great turnout. And they showed up uh, for the celebration. Obviously, Chance the Rapper uh, was very involved um, in all of their games and the celebration. Those were really good signs. Those are subtle things that you go, okay, this is really good. We're really getting there because uh, there have been times in the past where a team's not been able to have a parade uh, or a celebration to that magnitude. I mean, I go back to 2006, 2008 in Detroit. Um, you know, there was no thought of a parade because uh, you're not going to get people to come out. Uh, and even the celebration, uh, you know, in one spot at a certain time. Um, you know, was a bit challenging to, to get enough people there. Uh, so uh, those are, it was incredible. Like you said, it was an incredible WNBA season. You know, there were six, six teams that were legitimately capable of winning. Uh, I thought uh, we thought we were one of those teams. I, we had to be healthy. I, I will admit that without Lasia and without Dantas, we weren't our full selves. We needed that. And, you know, teams that have that, you know, Candace Parker went through her injuries, quickly got off to a slow start. Chicago Sky were a really good team. Uh, yeah. They were not a 500 team, uh, and they finally got it together and, and uh, at the right time, and uh, you know they, they deserve to be the champs. Yeah, and we were you and I were talking about it even before you played them. This is that was a tough draw, and and I would love to see you know it replayed with Clarendon healthy, see what happened. But you don't get to do that in sports, so you gotta you gotta play with what you got at the moment. Uh, hey, let's thank our sponsors really quickly again. Pizza Luce downtown. October 26th, 7 p.m., Lindsay Whalen and company. Uh, come on out. You might even want to reserve a table just to make sure you get one. Uh, it's it's a, a decent space, but it does fill up pretty quickly. I want to thank Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women-forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. 10 cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. I'd also like to tell you that... Uh... Hey, uh, as a home improvement project, solar energy can start paying for itself the moment the system is powered up. You can pay back 100% of the installation costs within eight years, plus a system from all energy solar can even pay back over 300% of its cost over its lifetime. And you can save even more if you install by the end of the year with 2021 solar incentives. Learn how you can make the switch this summer at allenergysolar.com. Also, I can tell you about Cara Quinn. Uh, you know, she always posts really cool things at Vibe Realty or at Car Quinn Realtor. Uh, and I'm on her email list because she's helping us with a, a house sale and a house purchase right now. And her latest post is about you know October and Halloween. And she points out something that my wife and I are very uh, aware of, which is that uh, there are a lot of haunted houses in St. Paul. My wife and I love reading about and, and, and visiting these kinds of places. And Car can tell you exactly where to go. And of course, guess what? She can find you the best house to buy. She can help you with your sale. 
and it's absolutely, it's no pressure, and it's all the local knowledge you could ever need. CarQuinRealtor.com or CarQuin at Vibe Realty. Uh, we would also like to thank SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com. That's Lori Ramsey's operation, uh, perfect for medium and small size businesses that need a personal local touch. Uh, someone who will fight for you, uh, Lori Ramsey will do that. It's funny, Cheryl, I had a bunch of questions written down. I think you just nailed all of them uh, there. You know, I was going to ask you about James <laughs> Wade, Chicago, and all that. I I'll also say that, you know, no league should ever, uh, you know, you never want a league to shade toward major markets. Uh, baseball doesn't, I think, to its own detriment. But I do think it's good when it ha just so happens that, that a, a market like Chicago sees the sky win because, you know, let's face it, Chicago winning this year meant that a lot of major national outlets, Chicago Sun, Chicago Tribune, uh, WGN, a lot of people who don't cover the sky on a regular basis were forced to go out and cover it. And a lot of people who were kind of casual, you know, jump on whatever bandwagon is available type sports fans had to look and go, okay, am I going to, you know, I'm rooting for the mediocre bears and the mediocre bulls and the mediocre, what you know, uh, <laughs> Cubs. And here's a championship team in my town and they're having a parade. I think that that's all really good for the league. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, those, those outlets uh, were, were, you know, their coverage was non-existent largely uh, through the season um, and they don't do a good job. And, and so, yes, it was, it was nice to, uh, you know, like you said, whether it's forced or, or whatever, but there, you know, you get a lot of eyes on we, winning at home was one of like, when I think about our, our, our championship runs, we, we won on the road in 2011 and 2013, 2015 was the first time we won at home. And Lindsay yeah. Whalen and I talked about this, that, uh, things sort of changed here locally. Um, you know, when it was on the road, it was like, people knew that we did it, but you know, you can't, they really couldn't be there in arena and celebrate it. Uh, and then in 2015, as you know, I mean, with you know, the number of fans that we have in Target Center, it was between 2015 and 2017. It just catapulted us to a different place. Um, you know, Lindsay Whalen is obviously, you know, recognizable in the town. Uh, but even that went to a different level, you know, being able to, you know, everywhere you go. And it's, you know, it happens still today. I just think it moved us to a different space um, that more people knew about it and are interested in it. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't go anywhere without someone saying, hey coach, you know, like it just took it to um, a, another level. And, and, you know, like you said, the coverage was a big reason why. And uh, I think how compelling, you know, the series was uh, for LA and Minnesota also, I think helped the league as a whole. Um, you know, I think it catapulted the league a, as well. And, and uh, you know, I, we're just, it's just, we're really in a, in a good space. Um, as a league, and, and I'm looking forward to, you know, some some changes to the playoff format that I think will be really healthy. I'm looking forward to uh, ESPN's greater uh, commitment in terms of, you know, distribution, putting us on more during the regular season. They do, a, you know, a decent job in the playoffs. We're on all the time. Sure, would like to see more coverage around the games, uh, leading into the game, the game itself, post-game coverage. Uh, those are all the things that are next for us, and Ratings were the best since our, our series in 2017. Uh, so a lot, lot, of, lot of great indicators uh, for what's next. And like you said, a Chicago market, uh, you know, that, that was really big for them. Yeah, let's get a final thought from Cheryl. Uh, we'll be talking to Cheryl again in two weeks. Again, next week, we're going to have Lindsay Whalen at Pizza Luce, October 26th, 7 p.m. Come on out. Uh, we do appreciate it. 
Uh, and just a reminder, you can find all of our shows at TalkNorth.com. We have tons of sports uh, content. I think the best sports analysts in town from top to bottom. Tons of outdoor content, specialty content. We hope to be adding a couple big names here in the next month or so. We appreciate everyone who listens to TalkNorth.com and has helped us get to this place. Cheryl, how about a final thought on whatever you like? Yeah, I was just going to say I, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing um, or hearing, I should say, Lindsay Whalen's uh, hosting of, of the Cheryl Reeve show uh, next week at Pizza Luce. I'm really appreciative uh, that, that Lindsay stepped in for me, and I'm really excited for our fans to uh, get over there and, and see Lindsay. And, and, you know, she was at a, a number of games, you know, in – you know, seats close enough that I was really tempted to put her in, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, I think she'll have some interesting perspectives about our team, uh, as well as getting a chance to hear about the coming season for the Gophers, which I'm really excited about. I'll also say I saw I didn't get a chance to talk to Lindsay when she was at your last game, uh, but I saw her a little bit on the sideline. She looked ticked off. She looked like she wanted to get in the game. Yeah, I, and she was she was right to be ticked off. Uh, <laughs> uh, that being said, you know, obviously we're we're critical of ourselves, and uh, you know, that being said, you know, we did lose to a team uh, that that was that was quite good, and we weren't quite uh, our full self. But um, but as competitive as Whalen is, there's there's no question she probably felt that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it in any terrible way. I just I no, mean, I, I, know, think, I know. I think the competitive juices were still were still in in evidence there. Absolutely. Thank you, Cheryl. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Sounds good.